Welcome back to another week of MLM Perfected. Uh, yeah, this is actually take two because last week the uh, equipment crapped out on us. So you're getting to hear a message done again, probably not as good as the first time. After first we, time was pretty epic. Right, four seconds in uh, and we didn't realize the recorder shut off. So I'm Quentin Scott with Christy Hudson, Matt Layton, and this week we're talking about one of our core commitments, but we're really talking about attending events and being in the same area, the same space as like-minded people and listening to professionals in both personal development and business development. And, uh, and we've written blogs before, and Matt has one on MLMperfected.com. Uh, it's called Expand Your Mind, Expand Your Business. And that's really what got us talking about this, and it's all about going to major events. And so in the blog, Matt writes, there's five reasons why conferences and conventions will maximize your success. And number one is meet, you meet experts and influencers. And so for Legal Shield, we have Damon John uh, in, what, two weeks, three weeks maybe, uh, that'll be on stage. And so we're extremely excited, but Madam Christy, what do you guys think, some of the conventions or events that you've been to, uh, where you legitimately just went to the event for the keynote speaker, because you may have read their book or have heard them, or just the fact that companies bring keynote speakers in that may not necessarily be in their avenue of business or their niche market, but the practices go throughout the audience because it's generally always about personal and self-development. What do you guys think about the fact of meeting influencers uh, and experts? I think first to think about some of the, the influencers and experts that we've had at previous Legal Shield events. I mean, we've heard from everyone from Mel Robbins to Jack Canfield to Grant Cardone. We heard from last year. I mean, those are big names. There's, there are people that you can learn a lot from. Um, you have the opportunity at the Legal Shield events to not only network with your peers um, and meet some of the top income earners, you know, Brian Carruthers, Darnell Self, you'll hear from the president of the network division, Don Thompson, our CEO, Jeff Bell. But in addition to just the big Legal Shield movers and shakers, you get to hear um, from these incredible um, personal development specialists that have a lot of great information. And there's something um, important about just being live and in the same room with, with someone, right? It's one thing to read a book or watch a YouTube video or, you know, listen to an audio. But, you know, when you're, when you're there with the person, you know, listening to it live, I think at least, at least to me, it, you know, takes it to another level, right? You know, you, it goes into my mind in a different way than if I'm just, you know, listening to an audio or watching a watching a a video. So it's it's more impactful, I think. Yeah, because the books, the words in a book, or even on YouTube, are still coming through us through auditory. But the fact that when you're sitting there and you're watching someone like Grant Cardone walk across the stage, the all, all three aspects of learning, the what the visual, the the auditory, and then the kinesthetic or the actual practical, uh, all three come in, and so that's when. I know I didn't think I would remember kinesthetic, and I don't know if that's even right, 
but the three types of learning at a major event. Did you study thesaurus before we Absolutely. started recording? <laughs> uh, but Christy also touched this one. And it's number two is networking with peers. Uh, and Matt in the blog on MLMperfected.com writes, the best conferences have opportunities for attendees to meet and form new relations or strengthen old ones. And we hear a lot of our associates talk about it's kind of like a family reunion. They only get to see each other once a year because they're in different markets, they're working, they're doing things. But what is the importance, either one of you two, about networking uh, with your peers and taking time to really set that aside and come and join with the Legal Shield family in our case? I think it's just like you said, it's being with like-minded individuals. I mean, everyone at the conference is there building their legal show business. They're there, you know, for their, they may have a different why than you, but some of the end goals are going to be exactly the same. And you're going to hear from people that have been where you were at 20 years ago, and now they're, you know, way over here. You're going to meet people who started yesterday. You're going to meet people that are just like you. I mean, it's going to be such a big group of people, but it's all relating back to common goals of building your legal business yeah I think that's that's the key right so Christy said like-minded and you know common common goals especially if you're trying to reach a new level in your business or you're you're just stuck in your life in general or whatever it is that you're looking to improve and change upon when you come together with a group of people that are thinking along those same same lines that are also trying to improve upon something professionally or or personally it's almost like the juices are flowing right i mean everyone's connecting everyone's thinking that kind of along the same thought processes ideas are flowing i think that's that's when you probably make the best or have the best opportunity to make a breakout in kind of a new way of think, thinking right and we even benefit being the home office because the associates are our peers we work hand in hand it's a symbiotic relationship you know, we both, we don't exist without the other one, but we get to plug into them, get their ideas. As we mentioned before, Christy runs two of our major platforms of pro programming and uh, just business building with us, Engage and Prospect. And so she gets to talk with the associates, what they're dealing with, uh, what they like, what they don't like. Um, so just to plug right quick, so come by the booth space, <laughs> come visit me. I'll either be at the Ellis Engage booth or at the Prospect booth during the booth hours so absolutely see me and because after this you're absolutely going to be in dallas right I, yeah i think christy was assuming the sale and... <laughs> i am i expect anyone listening to this with legal shield or heck even outside of legal shield yeah go ahead at the website register and join us absolutely. but i expect to see to see everybody there i'm, I'm ready but we get to network with them as well. And obviously, we work for the network division. And so it's all about relationships and being able to be around one another. Well, and it's, I think I kind of hit on the, the positive aspects of it or, you know, get in with a group of like-minded folks to go hire together, right? It's what Keith Ferrazzi would tell us. But it's almost really the opposite, right? You can you can see where other people have failed or you can hear kind of the roadblocks or where the potholes are. So maybe when I'm speaking with peers and or back to number one experts and influencers, if I can listen to their journey, right? If I could hear kind of where they had issues and troubles and how they overcame them, 
Maybe I can make my journey a little quicker and easier. Yeah. It kind of hits back on core commitment seven, where it's saying, you know, one event can potentially cut a year off of your learning curve just from hearing from these top income earners and high performers in just this one weekend. But you're learning from people, like we talked about earlier, that have been exactly where you're at at some point in their legal show business, and you get to hear from them and learn from their experiences so you can take all of their knowledge and apply it to your business. Yeah, I have a mentor that tells me all the time, I didn't make, I don't tell you about my mistakes so you feel bad for me. I tell you them so you don't make the same, same dumb mistake I did, <laughs> uh, which is why we come and listen to people. And so number three uh, in Matt's writing is sharpen the saw. And I think you kind of grabbed this from Stephen Covey's seventh habit uh, of highly effective people. But it's a story about two men are cutting down a tree and one guy just keeps swinging the axe and keeps hitting it. And the other guy takes a couple swings, sharpens his saw, you know, back and forth. And you would think the guy that just keeps at it, just keeps going, would have gotten the tree down first. But actually the one that sharpened and utilized uh, his tool was a lot better than the one that just kept going after it. So what do you two guys think about the fact of taking time, intentionally taking time to sharpen yourself, to unplug yourself from maybe your market, to be in this arena, to listen to other people? Matt, have you talked about, and so have you, Christy, that have either done what you're trying to do or felt trying to do what you did and found another way or want to be in the same place. But the fact is we all need to unplug sometimes and recheck and refuel. What do you guys think about the fact of this helps sharpen that? Sure. I mean, it's kind of like the old saying about, you know, something about the definition of insanity, right? Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome. Well, I mean, how do you put yourself in a situation to do something different to get that different outcome? And I think it's right here, you know, number three, we, Stephen Covey called it sharpen the saw, right? But it's really, you know, personal development. It's learning, it's trying something new, it's thinking differently, it's going to an event and listening to new, new, new people. It's number two, networking with your peers and getting new and fresh ideas that maybe you were in your own box and in your own lane, not getting the results you wanted. You need someone to nudge you out of that. I think attending any conference, I mean, paying to go, traveling there, I mean, it's a commitment into your personal development. I mean, you're making a choice to take a weekend and go work on, you know, building your business, learning, growing yourself, and coming away from that with new new ideas and new experiences that you can apply to your life. I think it's a big commitment to, to just yourself in general. Yeah, absolutely. So number four is collective excitement and energy. And Matt writes, the energy and excitement generated by a group of go-getters is contagious and will rapidly spread. Uh, And so where we're actually recording this, we're overlooking half of the stuff that our company is sending to convention with the banners and the awards and everything. And so it's around. It is. (laughs) And it's, the atmosphere is already around us as we develop material for the event. But we never get to, you can't anticipate what the crowd is going to be like when they see something that we've been excited for for months. Honestly, excited to the point 
point of boredom because we keep dealing with it and talking about it, and then they rejuvenate us. But what about the fact of collective excitement and energy? You know, where you, it, the old adage was, if I could get one person to convince 10, they'll convince 10 there, and then 10 more, and it just multiplies and compounds on each other. But we're talking about 10,000 people in a room at one time uh, being collectively excited uh, at the same time. So what do you guys think about the fact that that room and that energy is what really drives people to make decisions to go higher? Sure. And it's, I mean, regardless of what we're going to talk about in Dallas, Rod, I mean, whether it's new promotions and incentives or, you know, just whatever it is, it's the... It's the way the crowd reacts to some of those announcements and some of those exciting topics that we're going to, to talk about. Them in and of themselves, yeah, they may get you motivated for a, for a little while, but really, when you're in that room full of all of those, those people, something exciting is, is announced. Everyone may get a little bit excited on their own, but then the neighbor gets excited, right? And then to me, at least when I'm in a, at a concert or if I'm at a, you know, a conference or whatever it is, you can feel it multiplying in a, in, a, in a room. When the guy next to you gets excited, then that makes the guy next to him a little more excited, and then that you just circles Before around the entire room. Before you know it, everyone's standing room. up, sure. cheering, and excited Absolutely. together. But that's it, and I think Quentin said it before, right? And how does it move from your head to your heart, right? So, an exciting promotion that's that that's announced. I may be thinking about that. Yeah, that's that's cool. But you know, if I get seven, eight thousand people around me that are equally excited, all standing up and and cheering, the facts that were just talked about on stage become less important than the reactions of the people that I'm with there. And then, I mean, it's just. I mean, excitement multiplies. Right, because it does something to you to know that you're not a minority, that you're in the majority of being excited and being part of a mission and a, a company that's doing something. And, of course, in our conventions and what we'll see here in a couple of weeks is the fact of all ships rise together, all boats rise together. So we lift everybody up at one time. And, you know, we have a lot of people say, well, it's just emotional reaction. But we have legitimately seen business changing decisions happen at events because of, again, the like mind. Sure, it is an emotional reaction. I, I'd absolutely agree to that. But that's also that emotional connection is what's going to allow you to carry that with you out of out of Dallas, right? right? I mean, if I'm only excited at the conference and you said something cool and then I walk out of there and I think about something else or I'm worried about something else or I never even think of that again, I mean, who cares about that excitement that was created? But... You really do need that emotional connection because that's what's going to allow you to, you know, go back out in the real world. I'm away from the enthusiasm. I'm away from the, the crowd that helped pep me up. But because I made that emotional connection with something, that's going to carry on, right? I mean, I'm going to carry that with me and I'm going to do more with it than I would have otherwise. And so many of the people attending, you know, Dallas, the event coming up, they're going with their team members. You have these organizations, you have team members, so there's going to be people that you know that you interact with even outside of just this event 
that are going to be there and experience it with you with that excitement and that energy. And then you also as a group are going to be able to take that shared experience and that excitement back to others on your team. So it's more than, I mean, you have the individual experience that you yourself there, but you also have, you know, your team and other people that you know taking that excitement as well. So I think it's almost two pieces, what you experience and what you experience with others, but then also the people that you know that are there that you're going to be able to have that shared experience and talk about it later. Oh, do you remember when so-and-so said this? Or do you remember like that moment when everyone stood up and was so excited when they announced this? Or you have also that to kind of have those memories and kind of keep it fresh and those discussions that you can take home with you. Yeah, and well. that is network marketing, right? We, we call that the transference of belief. And the bigger the team or the bigger group of folks that you've got, you know, at a point in time with you when that excitement and that belief is is built, and then you, you know, take that same group of people out into the marketplace, I mean, that's when you, you can really duplicate what happened at a conference and then put that into your business. I think Wilbur Smith used to say it best, right? If you catch on fire with excitement, folks will come from miles around to watch you watch you burn. I mean, that's kind of what we're talking about, you know. Catch whatever it is that we do in Dallas. Catch on fire with that and then take that back out to the individual marketplaces. Yeah. And so number five is learning in a new space. And Matt uses the example of Dead Poet Society when Robin Williams has his students stand up on the desk and get a different perspective. Uh, but the line in here that I, I find intriguing is, you know, why do you think so many businesses have off-site meetings? Fresh and new ideas are difficult to cultivate from a position of familiarity. And even though Dallas is a big metroplex, a lot of people have either traveled to Dallas, live in Dallas, have been there for vacation or, or other events. It's just the fact of not watching it on YouTube or live stream sitting in your home office in shorts and a t-shirt. It's the fact of being in a place, again, with people that are believing in the same values and same mission that you are, uh, regardless of race, religion, creed, or gender, all going for the same thing to have a better opportunity. So why is it so important? to be in a different place in a different position, hence why we don't broadcast our convention. We have to make sure everyone's in attendance. Why is it so important to have this learning in a new space a part of this event? I think one of the things that Matt talks about in his, in his blog is he says, fresh and new ideas are difficult to cultivate from a position of familiarity. You must get outside your comfort zone to truly act and think differently. I mean, to me, that's the biggest thing is that you've made the commitment, you're there, you're not just going through the motions of your normal day and it's like, oh, I need to jump on or, oh, I need to do some personal development, so I'm going to pick up a book and read a little bit. I mean, you are there and you are focused and you are ready to learn, you're committed to learning, you're outside of your comfort zone, you're probably getting up earlier, you're getting around, you're having to go to a place you're unfamiliar with, so you're kind of thinking a little bit more than you normally would and then you get there and you're learning stuff that you don't get every day. I think there's lots of things that are impactful. Agreed. Yeah, that's it. It's just your perspective. I mean, you're not comfortable. You're not sitting at home or you're not sitting at the normal desk. You're not looking at the normal laptop screen or your or your monitor. You've actually transplanted yourself into a different environment that's hopefully conducive to all the distractions are out of the way. I'm focused on a single topic, and my plan is to get something 
or hear something or do something here that you know elevates me when I leave. So it's it is. It's all about a different perspective. You know, out of your comfort zone. We talk about how do I break out of my box. That's one of the ways that you could help kickstart that. Right? Is you know, get yourself out of your comfortable zone. Right? Get out of your comfort zone, basically. Right. And let's be honest. You know, social media is one of the biggest distractions and distractors that we have in everyday life. We get five minutes, and instead of opening a blog or reading something, we flip to Facebook or Instagram to see what all our friends are doing. And we've legitimately, because we work on social media for the network, have seen where our associates are posting less because they're more engaged with the content. So they're putting their devices down and paying more attention to then the YouTube video of, say, Damon John talking about Rise and Grind versus being in the arena with them or John Addison talking about success principles or Jeff Bell about the manifestos and building a better world and stuff. It's just different being there. Uh, and so, and there's actually a bonus reason. So Matt wrote five reasons, but if you go far, farther enough, there's a bonus the reason. important reason. Bonus reason. Absolutely, and it's to have fun. Uh, and Matt talks about com- conferences can be a big investment in time away from work and family and money for plane tickets, hotels, and meals. However, these events are also a big investment in yourself and can result in a unique combination of networking, personal professional development and fun that catapults your business into new heights. Well, there you go. That sums it up right there. (laughs) Nothing else to add. It's like a mic drop. Absolutely. (laughs) So, why have fun? Why not be the complete prop and prim business person? Who wants to do that? I mean, I want to have fun. Absolutely. I don't want to go and just be like, oh my goodness, I hate my life where I sit here and listen to someone talk and I'm not excited and it's not fun. I want to have fun. I want to have a good time. I want to learn, but I also want to enjoy learning. I don't want it to be something that's boring or right. you know uneventful or not exciting. Yeah, and we talked about that emotional um, connection earlier, right? So it's if I am to take anything positive away from an event or an experience, to me, for me personally, I think it needs to be a positive experience. I need to have had had fun, right? So if I if I look back on something as you know fun and positive and a great time, I'm probably going to take a lot more of that with me than if I look back and it's like, oh my god, that was horrible, that sucked. I don't ever want to do that again. There's probably not a lot of good stuff that I'm pulled out of there and I'm taking with me forward. But if I did have fun, you know, I saw my friends had a good time, happened to maybe learn some stuff along the way, I think those learnings are going to go much further with me into the future. Yeah, absolutely. And so, unless anyone else has anything to say, I think we're done this week. So we will see everybody in Dallas. As Christy said, if you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) Did we say Damon John would be there? Uh, I think like maybe once or twice. Uh, So... The shark himself, we've been excited to hear from him. A lot of us have been reading or have read Rise and Grind, uh, his newest book. But again, follow us you know, at mlmperfected.com. A lot of our blogs are on there. We're writing new material. Uh, we're getting things we're out on there. iTunes now, right? That's right. You yeah. can catch us on Spotify and iTunes now. Yeah, and th- this again is more than just uh, about 
building a brand or anything. This is just empowering people because we truly and firmly believe that network marketing is the best opportunity uh, in North America and quite, I mean, quite frankly, globally, uh, because you truly build your own business and your own wealth, and it's up to how much you want to work de decides the number of commas in your check. So uh, I'm Quentin Scott with Matt Layden and Christy Hudson, and we'll see y'all next week.